Hi, this is Gina from See Gina Go, journaling my way through nature and life and sharing it with you on a podcast. Okie dokie, let's see. Once again, do this without really knowing how it's going to turn out. Just got the phone down my shirt. I am on my way home and just got on the freeway. The last little bit right before I hit the freeway, I was coming up over this bridge and as I get to the top, I can see the whole wide view of a range of the Sierra Nevadas with um, Pyramid Peak off to the right. The Dardanelles are over there somewhere. It was just the most gorgeous spread out view in front of me that I slammed on my brakes, (laughs) quickly made a left into a um, parking lot that was on the left-hand side of the street and U-turned and parked my car and got out and walked across the street barefoot in my swimsuit although it looks kind of like a black dress it doesn't look like a bikini or something but I'm wearing my swimming suit no feet on running across the road to get a view a picture of this view of the mountains because the sun is almost setting probably if I get at the right angle I'll be able to see a sunset The lower part of the sky is pinky with yellow. The mountains, the way that the sun reflects off of them just turns the whole mountain range. This dark dusky pink with all the snow just glowing like this bright pinky orange. It is so fabulously beautiful just to like get it at that right angle. So there is a fire station maybe on the crest of the hill right before the Weimar exit off Highway 80, just slightly east of Auburn, right before Grass Valley. That's the place to stop, to watch a sunset, to see the, the whole Sierra Nevada range. It just had this beautiful... I want to say 180 degree view of of the mountain range there and I certainly did not want to forget that I am as I said heading on my way back home I always hope that the sound of the car to me right now it sounds so super loud I hope that I can actually talk over it and still sound good but I guess if not, then I just have to re-record everything. I wonder if I can put headphones on and listen to it and talk and retell the same story. I do not have a good setup right now at home for my recording. As I may have mentioned before, my Mac has a bit of a crash. I quite possibly I'm going to be able to get the information off of the hard drive and try to do a repair disk on everything but I actually 
since um, the 4th of July, I've met two people now who do have a Mac who might be able to help me. So I just need to follow up on those a little bit. So there's some positive things, right? Trying to keep, trying to appreciate and see the, the good things when they're there. These last two days have been the best I have just had in forever. It's been completely relaxing. My friend from the bakery. It has been so wonderful to just listen to me talk, 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 talk about all these so not good things in my life. Just be sweet and, and listen. Kind of just let me be there. You know, I have my own room that I get to hang out in. And we all took turns cooking meals. We worked to get her stovetop installed, which it installed great. And we just had, it was just a, a really, really good time. Uh, we went over to some of her friend's house and they had a barbecue and they invited me along. We floated in the pool, both in her pool and then also in her friend's pool, which was kind of fun. I happened to have my, my float in the car. So I thought I was kind of laughing. Who shows up with their own pool float? But I had my own pool float and I used it in two different people's pools in one weekend. So I'm just coming into Auburn here. There's the Quality Inn. This is the Forest Hill Auburn exit. And I'm staying on the freeway. I'm not gonna get off. I was hoping that I might be able to get another view of the mountain range off to my left, but I'm not able to see it. It's kind of, I have to get a pretty wide view before I can really kind of look off to my left. It's, there's not a lot of traffic, but I am going almost 80 miles an hour down Highway 80. Oh my gosh, 80 on 80. I'm actually not. I'm doing 70 on 80. And as I said, off to the right-hand side of the freeway, I might be able to see the sunset, but it looks like the sun is actually already below the horizon even here. So that's the beautiful time of night where even the lights on the cars look extra bright and, and stand out against the, the gray of the road. So it's, it's really neat. And these varied ridges of the foothills are always a very uh, enamoring view. Over in the ridge to the right here, the exit is downtown Auburn, is some stadium lights there. So I'm guessing it's got to be Auburn High School because I don't know what else is over here. There wouldn't be any sports teams. Not like it's Dodger Stadium, right? Oh, the fairgrounds is over here, though. So that's another option. Oh, in Grass Valley today, well, yesterday we drove by there, but this weekend was the Cultural Music Festival. I'm not 100% sure that that's what it's called, the World Fest. I think it's called the World Fest. There's music from all over the world, if that makes sense. 
And I've been to that one two times now and really, really enjoyed it. The first time I went there, I had won tickets at some auction because I don't think that off the top of my, I don't think that that's something I would have picked to go to just because I really didn't know any of the bands, not familiar with the fairgrounds or anything, but seeing as though I had actually won these tickets, I, I decided that I would go ahead and go. That's where I discovered this great band called Moshav, M-O-S-H-O-V, Moshav. And I always want to say that they're an Israeli band, but I should probably check because it's kind of like me saying, I'm sure it's like somebody said for me, oh yeah, she's a girl from North Carolina. I'd say like, what? I'm not from North Carolina. I'm from California. So I don't want to like throw a country out there. I know it's a Middle Eastern European country. But what I do absolutely know about them is that when I heard their music, I absolutely fell in love with it, bought one of their CDs, and years later, I still love to listen to it and sing along. The lead singer has the most gorgeous voice and great music. So Moshav, uh, that was one good thing that came out for me going to the, the World Fest. And then, I don't know if it was the next year or another year or so later, I saw that Big Bad Voodoo Daddy was playing there. So because I'd been before, and because my friend from high school, Kurt Sodegren, I should say, one of my little crushes from high school, my friend and I quite had a crush on, on him in high school. And we're still, I was like Facebook friends. I haven't talked to him in years, but I did decide to go see him because they were there and I did get a chance to say hi to him and that was kind of fun. So that was why I went to the World Fest two different times. Oh, so it's actually been a couple of good things this last week, I'm trying to just, as I'm driving here, thinking of the few things that I have done. We spent a day at uh, Beals Point in Folsom Lake, which was a great time. We um, went with what turned out to be a nice group of friends. There were probably about five families with about 15 or so kids. We had a nice picnic. Everybody brought lunches. The, all the kids of all different ages played in the lake. And uh, my youngest daughter home with one of her friends and spending the night, which was really nice for her. And I really appreciate them offering to do that. But that was a really, really great day. I've had a couple of them in a row, which has really kind of helped elevate my mood and lift myself out of some of these struggles and kind of not able to get my head out of this, this dark thinking. So just being able to be around people, being with some people that are more and more familiar and also the friends that I'm comfortable with has really been like bonuses on top of each other. 
that have, have been really great. We had the 4th of July. We went and spent a day with a large group of people, um, some of them from the old homeschool group. We um, hadn't seen some of them in a while, so it was good to kind of get back in touch with everybody. And again, they threw a great party. And we had already seen fireworks the night before, which was actually July 3rd at the, at the shopping center right near our house. So but it really, really, those good couple of days have really helped, helped cement some nice, nice things into my thoughts. So I'm going to, if things keep going well with me, I'm gonna follow up and hopefully get a few things like my computer up and, up and running again. Also, the last Friday, I went on a great hike with my daughter. And I had been on the hike the Friday before, so we decided to do the hike together again. And it was just the two of us. And it was just super awesome. We had such a wonderful time. I absolutely would recommend that uh, Dardanelles Lake hike uh, across the big meadow. It was just uh, absolutely to die for. I didn't die. We had a great time. So we ha had a lot of really good things going on this week. Right now, I'm behind an incredibly slow truck. I'm not really sure. Look at all the all the traffic behind me has all passed and now there's like about a half a mile back before there's even any more traffic. I like when that happens sometimes when you're driving down the road like you're in all this traffic and then there's this big break. Oh good, here's the exit horseshoe bar. I did go ahead and go around that truck. I wasn't sure how far it was going to be before horseshoe bar and I was kind of a little bit afraid to go around. So I'm going to go ahead and cut across Horseshoe Bar. I, hmm. I'm going to talk about loneliness in the um, context of some of the things that have happened in the last couple of weeks because I know that when I was talking about loneliness a bit before I um, was really really struggling and it seems like in the last couple of weeks I've had some turnover of events or just like a series of things that have been happening that have really been helping me deal with um, the struggle that I've had with loneliness and, and being by myself. And it's just interesting to kind of look back at so many things that over the years have been almost like little seeds that have been planted that that are sprouting and starting to give me back a little bit uh, as far as 
feeling like I have better connections with people as well as being able to fill some of those gaps. One of the biggest things that I have to say is that I um, have reconnected with a friend that I actually used to work for. She lived down in Southern California and my sister got her wedding cake from her and we were trying to figure out how it was that I ended up going back there and talking with her about a job and neither one of us can really a hundred percent remember. She did say that I was her first female employee which makes me feel special because she is no doubt been an extremely influential person in my life. I watched her open her own business and was there with her through a lot of the the beginnings. Now I know she is an extremely driven and hard-working woman that has just always inspired me. I enjoyed spending time with her both while we were working because she's just very creative and I think also like eager to share what she knows. She was always always a good teacher. She had a lot of really, whether it was decorating the cakes or how to use the ovens or how to store things. She was always very, very open and wanting to really pass along a lot of that, that really good information. And as somebody who really is always very eager to learn, I thought it was great to be able to be working with somebody who was so open to sharing her talents because she could have been very selective or controlling about the types of things that she wanted to share because as a decorator that was kind of a prime talent to have to know how to to decorate and sculpt cakes so for her to be open to sharing that information she wasn't just looking for somebody to do the the menial labor tasks but she was actually willing to teach the more coveted position which up until then was exclusively her position so that was really great now when I did eventually leave working from her I did not wholly recall why I left the only thing that I really could recall was maybe having a bit of discomfort and thinking that I did something like, I may have just not come in one day, you know, never gone back, which sounds familiar to me, but to be honest with you, I don't know if it applies with, with her. We haven't talked about that bit, although we did try to share and connect some of those dots. And she did say that at one point I said to her that this is, that it wasn't fun anymore, which was true because... I do, it has always stayed in my mind the difficulty uh, that she endured 
while she was running her own business, I saw it take a toll on her in a very short amount of time that every single thing that went wrong was on her shoulders. And it seems a little bit ironic in some ways that I would, I think raising a family is very much like running your own business. And although I know that some people have a partnership where it feels like a partnership, I, I never really did um, have that feeling. So it felt very much <laughs> like a lot of the things I saw her endure. And I, I did see her shift from somebody who was maybe felt more like she was playing and having fun with work. And I don't mean playing in the trite sort of way, but I mean playing that she was doing something that she actually was passionate about and and was excited about, wanted to make it happen, both in pleasing her customers and being a creative artist. So I saw that shift to, to someone who really just was stressed with all the menial tasks one vision that always stays in my mind and I can't even remember exactly what it was related to but that she had come in in the morning and the floors weren't clean and her just angrily sloshing the the mop around the kitchen lamenting about who didn't properly clean the floors the night before and again these are memories from 30 years ago and it's always interesting the little snippets that the brain stores and almost like the feelings associated with it, but not necessarily thick on facts or anything. But that message somewhere in my brain always stayed with me, that frustration. And I always remember thinking, gosh, I just, I don't want to get to the point where maybe it's like I'm, that I'm disappointed in other people. But the irony is that... I very much moved into a partnership in my marriage where I definitely turned into that same type of person that I was just angry that all the difficult tasks seemed to be left up to me. And it was so... <laughs> I, I, I know that every single time I was, I was cleaning the house, I would just rage through it. It's funny because I can almost see that sometimes with my girls, that angry energy that's associated with tidying the house up. It's almost like a slam it fest. And even if nobody's openly expressing it, it's just the energy around it is very much like, let's put this dish here and put this in the cupboards. And I go, oh my gosh, I passed that along. I most definitely can see the association there. But as far as reconnecting with her, I realized there's a couple things that have happened, that being one major one, and the other one, my youngest daughter, saying that she wants to homeschool, that I felt a tremendous shift in my own burden that I was unconsciously carrying. I had some awareness that obviously that the loneliness was a huge factor but and there's so many little things along with that that loneliness and that frustration and simple things like I didn't living at the apartment I've struggled with how I'm going to maintain my car 
how I can keep it clean because not having access to a garage and tools and a place to work on things like changing the oil, changing the brake pads, um, being able to put the quick release on the bumper because the bumper is sliding off, maybe having a place to spray paint the car where there's been dents and chips. It's like little things like that. Not having physical space to do those things has been really difficult. And in reconnecting with her, she has a beautiful house with a nice garage and she's the same very open and generous spirit that that she was when I knew her when, when we were younger. And there was always a part of me that had a dual feelings about the generosity but I think the thing that feels really different about that now is just I have a lot more confidence in my own personal ability to be able to communicate with her my um, my kind of dual dual feelings about accepting things from her and very quickly she offered to you know pay for a phone for me and buy a phone if the we couldn't get this phone activated and I really just said you know let me think about it and the other day when I thought that the timing was good that I might be able to go down and turn my phone on it turned out that I had to pay an I was gonna say an initiation fee you have to pay not only for the card um, but you also have to pay an activation fee and then if the phone didn't actually work, they, there was no refund in either the, the, the card or the activation fee. And I re- really didn't feel that I wanted to, well, one, I physically don't have the money. And two, I don't really want to play with somebody else's money. And I know, again, that she doesn't feel that it's a big financial burden to her, but I also know that the intricacies of obligation and gratefulness that a lot of those associations can make. And the the four agreements is a really big one in my mind in being able to disseminate that right and responsibility and understanding between a lot of that understanding that we're all each responsible for our own emotional expression and our personal caretaking, which always felt like a burden to me before. Like, oh my gosh, I have to take care of everybody else and I have to take care of myself. Like, why can't anybody else just take care of me? And now the caretaking that I do for myself is much more focused and directed on what do I need almost moment by moment and the times that I get the most frustrated and the most irritated and I still struggle the most is when I feel tired and when I don't want to go out and when I just want to lay in bed and, and, and watch TV and when I don't have any energy to work on a podcast or write or update my website or go for a walk like I all I try to do right now is just say it's okay 
you're allowed to rest, you're allowed to be quiet. And even then I still find it hard. I still find that my mind gets very, very dark. I touch back to all the difficult times in the past in my life that I've felt like I've made mistakes, that I've done something wrong. And I find that a lot of it's associated with times that I feel like I've left myself in bad situations way much longer than I feel that I should have, which is a very ironic association because in the time I felt that facing difficult situations was the better thing to do, the right thing to do, the stronger thing to do. Like, no, you know, I can make this relationship work out or I can, even though that person's difficult to be around, I'm going to be the strong person or the better person and I'm just going to do my my duty as a friend or a daughter or a sister or whatever it is. I was being the good, strong person doing my duty. And when I get triggered or the depression just seems to be a part of what I normally cycle through that that's the big big topic on on my mind that I just struggle so hard to find a place in my mind to say it's it's okay you know you weren't a bad person you were a learning person or at least you did your best to take care of yourself the best you could in that moment or whatever words of forgiveness or caretaking that I might offer to a friend. I struggle in those moments to give to myself, and I can in these moments when I'm outside of it, but I try at the very least just say, like, it's okay that you just want to laze in bed. It's okay that you want to distract your mind by a movie. You don't have an obligation to whatever. If I can't say a mantra today, if I don't want to meditate today, if I can't take a walk today, that's okay too. I don't, there is no right way for me to cope with my emotional state other than what I'm, I'm capable of. And do get triggered a lot by reading all of these articles of you have to make choices and make decisions. Well, when you're feeling so depressed and so physically and emotionally drained that the best you can do is lift your head up from the pillow. I can't make decisions. I can't make choices. And that is the best that I'm doing. And I'm reminding myself of that outside of those times. So being able to spend some time with my bakery friend who loves to go out, who loves to explore, who has an absolutely beautiful home, who has a very, very kind partner, husband, who is pleasant to be around, and my own understanding of myself to be able to say, I'm tired, I'm going to head back home today, or to say, yes, I'd like to spend a little bit more time. It's really helping me that has given me a, a point of hope that has been really great. And I need to turn off the recorder pretty quickly. But the other thing that I wanted to touch on, as I said, that, that my youngest daughter, 
has decided that she wants to homeschool and we've just had day after day after day of just spending almost an entire day with all of these great people in this group and I've had so many people just say to me personally like, how much they appreciate me and talking with me and my listening to them which has really given me a lot of confidence even though I find it hard to believe but I'm I can at least now not shut people down when they try to say something like that and I just try to just look at them and just let it in and I feel how overwhelming it is for me that I want to kind of okay that's enough like just stop but I don't that's the I'm trying to get my body my senses my emotions whatever it is used to people saying kind things because the thing that I'm used to is taking in the words of hurt and feeling like it's my responsibility to kind of absorb the hurtful things in the world like I'm shielding other people and now I'm trying to be the person who can take in the kind words and the loving words and the better words and it's helping so I've had a lot of people come to my rescue this week dealing with my loneliness and that really makes me feel that I'm not alone okay there's a person who does not know how to drive down a one-way street. I was already in the road and they just went anyway. Gentleman took the space from a lady and he did not have the right-of-way. But Americans, we don't do the right-of-way law like they do in England. Oh, I don't want to turn there. Where am I going to turn around? I think I'll go down a little bit. So I'm just arriving here to pick up my middle daughter. We are going to spend the day together, which is really awesome. I gotta set the recorder down.